This work in progress is released under a Creative Commons license. The following Still Ripples podcast is dedicated to all those living in confusion, who are in pain, and who are searching. He who has ears, let him hear. This week on Still Ripples, we discuss the real meaning of Christmas. And welcome to this week's Still Ripples. I'm Greg. And I'm Ryan. Guys, it's uh, the week of Christmas, or getting close there too, depending on when you're watching this. So uh, we wanted to go ahead and read the Christmas story. And uh, so we'll be reading out of the New King James Version, uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child, So it was that while they were there, the days were complete for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for him in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living outside in in the fields, keeping watch over uh, over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on, the, er, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So it was, when the angels had gone away from, from them into heaven, and the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, They made widely known, and saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at these things, which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things, and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all things that they had heard and seen, as it was told to them. As we go into the holiday Christmas season, guys, we really wanted to get back to what the true meaning of Christmas is, and that is 
the Christmas story. And yeah, there are those who may say, well, you know, based on the uh, historical uh, place and time of all things, it, it may not have been on December 25th, but it's not so much the date as what it truly means. Yeah, I mean, it's just merely a time that we're taking out to recognize the birth of Christ and, and the meaning behind it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that, you know, God incarnate came into the world uh, in, in, his, in, the, in the form of Jesus, his son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he, he's here. I mean, it was proclaimed by the prophets, mm-hmm. and here it is happening. I mean, there's various things in here, you know, small little uh, bit pieces in here. Uh, you know, figures in history that are mentioned that can be uh, confirmed and everything. You know, Caesar Augustus. So we have a time frame here. Uh, you know, all this is in there. And, and I, you may have heard this, but I think one thing that certainly stands out is the fact that the message was given to the people who are considered the low of the low in that society, the shepherds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was you know it was actually really amazing that they were the ones that uh, went out amongst the city and told people and just continued to spread that word. You know, as Christians, that's that's what we're supposed to do is to go out and spread the good word of the great news that is. Jesus Christ and around the holiday season it's it's gotten very very commercialized to where it's all about what are you gonna get uh, me what am I gonna get you what am I gonna do here what am I gonna do there and a lot of times this this story it's it's it seems to be such a small part these days of what Christmas is, but the reality of this is what Christmas is. It is the biggest part. It is it is the foundation of why we celebrate. We celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. and you know that's what we wanted to share with you guys this Christmas season is the the real deep foundational meaning of Christmas. Um, you know, at Thanksgiving, we took time to write out a blog of, you know, what we're thankful for. And sometimes it's it's getting back to the simpler things of just, you know, what's the foundation of it that really matters and where uh, a lot of times we just need to get back to. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, personally in this story as well, I love how... You know, God gives confirmation, mm-hmm. and you know, especially when this uh, verse right here—it's verse eleven. Excuse me, eleven going into twelve. It says, uh, starting in eleven, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. So that, that's Him declaring mm-hmm. what has happened, and then in verse twelve, and this will be a sign to you: you will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So He tells them what happened. Mm-hmm. And then he says, this is the confirmation of it. Mm-hmm. And so he gives them that assurance. And, that, and that's another thing that, uh, that Christ has done for us, and that's something that we can th- be thankful for, that in our salvation we're given that assurance. We know that we are saved, that we are His, mm-hmm. that He loves us. And right here, I mean, in verse 14, we, we have reason. You know, give glory to God in the highest. Mm-hmm. I mean... And on earth, peace and goodwill towards man. I mean, that's I mean that's that's part of it, and that's part of what we should do during this uh, during the holiday. You I know, mean, we give glory to God, mm-hmm. and then towards each other, we, we share in that goodwill towards each other. Because, like you know, Greg was saying, during the holidays, we get tied down. I mean, so many people, as soon as that Christmas music starts playing, they're all like, oh, oh no, mm-hmm. the holidays are starting to hit. Oh my gosh, 
They get bogged down, they forget the message, they forget why, they're worrying about all these financial concerns. Uh, you see very little goodwill coming out towards, uh, or you know, going out towards each other. And we forget, you know, that it's, it, it, it isn't a time to be bogged down. It's not a time to be filled with frustration and everything. It's a time to give glory to God, to treat each other with respect. You know, we're human beings. You know, the person next to you that might be driving you crazy also has the image of God on them. He was, they were created by, by God. And so we have to remember that let's share in the goodwill. Let's share in giving glory to God. Yeah, and that was actually the verse that I was looking at as well. You know, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. Um, my wife actually uh, had a conversation with her boss about Thanksgiving her and her boss came to the conclusion that we're kind of really backwards on that. The, on Thanksgiving, we give thanks for all the many blessings that we have and all the great things that we have and how thankful we are, which is instantly followed the very next day with people trampling each other, trying to get the next latest thing. It's as if we completely forget what we we're even remotely thankful for the day no, before. We forget the message. And, and go right in. And right here in this verse... On earth, peace. That's in in a sense. That's kind of you know what what still ripples is. It's, it's that it's taking time away from the chaos and everything around, and focusing on what we're truly thankful for, what we're what we're really here for. Yeah. You know. Another part that I think is is awesome is we we see the consistency, mm-hmm. you know, being lived out here, you know, of of God wanting to have a relationship with uh-huh. us because this is God's plan right here and you know he didn't have to share it with us he could have been like you know what I'm just gonna be I'm gonna you know control everything up here or whatever and just uh, you know send my uh, you know send Christ into the world and they don't need to know they don't need to know you know things can just happen and yet he informs us mm-hmm. he tells I mean he told us in Genesis what his plan would be mm-hmm. he sends his prophets they they proclaim the message of God, and then he sends his son, and then declares to people mm-hmm. that he's sending his son and everything, yeah. and it's awesome. He he shows us how much he loves us through all this. He loves us not only to send his son, but also to tell us he's going to do it, mm-hmm. and, you know, not only tell, I mean, he didn't go and just tell, let me let me go tell the, the quote-unquote most important people in the land. No, he mm-hmm. told the people that were seen as the lowest mm-hmm. to show that God's love is all-encompassing it's for all of us yeah he loves all of us yeah and the other cool thing about this is he came as a baby he came as a child he could have Uh come as a reigning adult which is what they were expecting when you know a king a triumphant conqueror coming exactly yeah he came as a child and he lived a life yeah it's the very personification of Uh innocence yeah and you know he went through uh, the exact same things that we would go through growing up and that's what's What's so amazing is, and the Bible has it mentions it. You know, he could have called legions of angels to just stop at any time. Yeah, and I like the point that you made because if he would have came as an adult, which he very well could have, mm-hmm. there'd be still be people to say, "Well, you can't relate to me because you haven't experienced what I've experienced." But mm-hmm. yet, he came as a child. He lived. He lived a full life, mm-hmm. and so he experienced all. It says that he experienced all things. You know, he experienced. Yes temptation and all that and he overcame and so he can fully relate to us mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And you know, nowhere that's... is that nowhere is that in any other religion whatsoever mm-hmm. that God would love us so much that He would want to be with us like that in relationship. Yeah. And you know, it's it's the ultimate relationship experience and that's you know kind of bouncing off of that that we would have this opportunity and like Brian said the fact that God hasn't hidden that plan from us we have it right here and we get to you know look at and take note of the life of Christ and there were prophets that came before him that said this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to God kept giving us that reassurance and here is that reassurance um, you know, uh, coming into existence in the most humblest of ways to some of the lowest people, and it's it's just such an amazing picture to be seen. You know, kind of versus where we are today, where people have to have the bigger, better thing to the almost to their own detriment of going into debt. Um, you know, if you don't get the thing that you want, then you're going to be unhappy. It's, it, in a way, it's it's time to get back to the core foundations of what what does God's word say? Mm-hmm. You know, we've been reading through the book of Job, and you know, Job went through some rough stuff, and his testimony of you know not cursing God is just monumental. And then some of the stuff he proclaimed, we've kind of pointed out, almost leads directly into these passages, into the coming of Christ and that Savior and the significance of what this means. Mm -hmm. This is where the Christians find their foundation is here. Another uh, part, if I may uh, add, that really stands out for me is when the angel declared before the uh, shepherds, it says in verse 16, and they came with haste. Mm-hmm. I mean, can many of us say that when we hear something? I mean, that tells you that something was told to them that registered in their very the very core of their being to be true. Yeah. And they knew it, and so they ran there with... I mean, they it says they went with, with haste and found Mary and Joseph in the band flying. They wanted to see that. There's, mm-hmm. and, you know, we were told this, we hurried there, there's that confirmation, and I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure they marveled at it because, I mean, they were frightened. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> an angel uh, being standing before you and then declaring all this stuff to you and then to go and to see Christ and everything. That, I mean, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's amazing, guys. So, um, like I said, we want to just wish you guys a very, very Merry Christmas from all of us here at Still Ripples. And... Uh, we hope that you guys have a very blessed and wonderful Christmas. Hmm. As always, if you would, uh, join us in a word of prayer. Our Father God, as uh, we come to you this, this evening, uh, lifting your name up, Lord God, I want to say thank you so very much for sending your Son, Lord God, and for, for allowing us to have this, this, uh, this story, Lord, that we can look to and we can see that it was a marvelous and amazing thing uh, 
to happen in Bethlehem, Lord God. And thank you for our ministry and what you've allowed it to become. And uh, I pray that you would just be with us as we begin to go into uh, next year, that it would just continue to grow and uh, that people's lives would be changed. And Lord God, I pray that anybody who sees this, they might find your hope that comes only from you, Lord God, and that they may come to know you as their personal Lord and Savior if they uh, don't know that. And Lord, I pray a peace upon this nation, upon this world, um, that can only come from you, Lord God. I pray that you would be with our leaders and that you would be with our nation and you would just uh, lift up each and every person, Lord. I pray a blessing on everyone who sees this video or hears these words, Lord, in your holy name. Amen.